JM in the AM. I don't know why a live performance by Diaspora always uh, reminds me of our next topic here at JM in the AM, but for some reason it's like that. Uh, for those of you who are looking to uh, take a break for a few minutes from the uh, news of the day uh, and, um, and lighten things up a bit, on our schedule for this morning, for hour number three of JM and the AM, is the one and only Schleimy Ash. Why is Schleimy on? Well, many of you know that uh, he, and because of him, I and many of us spent many a, a good day up in the Catskill region, uh, in the Borscht Belt, so to speak, in the latter days of the Borscht Belt. And Schleimy has been featured on a recent podcast that he'll give us the information uh, regarding a recent podcast that deals specifically, believe it or not, <laughs> well, there's a podcast for everything, right, uh, on the history of the Catskill region, specifically vis-a-vis the Jewish community, the vast Jewish community. Schleimy Ash, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Nachum, it's like I never left. I hear your dulcet tones over my phone, and suddenly we're back in the lobby of the Homoac. Well, yes, for those who remember... That would have been the last place in the Catskills, or at least in the Borscht Belt of the Catskills that we broadcasted from. Oh, that's not true, actually. But anyway, uh, I know what you mean. When I think of the uh, live radio shows and performances from the Catskill region, it does bring me back to the Homoac Hotel. And many a great radio broadcasts and live concert performances took place there. Wouldn't you say, Schleimy? The genre of the live... We, we, the springboard for it was the Homoac. It was the first game in the AM fundraising Thanksgiving weekend. And right. that Baruch Hashem snowballed into an annual event. And then I think Pace, you know, you were pretty, at some point the JM and the AM dynamic was a pretty regular fixture there. Yeah, we were. We loved being up there. And we certainly were part of the uh, fabric of the hotel, if you will, for a while. Anyway, so just tell us about there's a lot of people out there who are nostalgic, a lot of people out there who remember parts of the Catskill region that we would not remember, and vice versa. Uh, tell us about this uh, podcast series and how you got involved. Okay, before I tell you, I'm going to thank you, because I'm going to forget to do it later. A lot of the conversations we had over the years – about, you know, the relationship with the hotel, the need for the hotel, you know, for the Mouakri, Shomer, year-round Shomer, Shabbat, Gwat, Kosher, OU, and supervised entity. A lot, I, a lot of that DNA showed up in this podcast. So, wow. and it just, you know, as a muscle memory came back to me, and if I wait to do it because I'm getting old and feeble, I would have forgotten. So, Hakar Satov up front, and thank you for that. No problem. Thank you. So, this whole thing came about very interesting. So, there's this uh, woman in Canada named Jen Stewart. She's, believe it or not, she's, uh, I get, you know, mid, mid, late 30s, maybe early 40s. Her memory of the Catskills is basically in the 80s and 90s, going with her parents to Kutcher's. Um, she's more secular. She's Jewish, like, you know, culturally, very Jewish culturally, secular in terms of observance. But she understood, you know, the dynamic of, of the Catskills, something about it intrigued her. And the memories she had were like very, and this was, by the way, this was, Kutcher's in the 80s when they were pretty much the last man standing in that world except for the Concord. Right. But so during COVID, she, she, she started researching it and she said she realized there's a, a greater, you know, canvas. <laughs> there was a history to this. Kutcher's, you know, Kutcher's represented what was 1.5, there used to be 500 hotels up there. That's before getting into Bumbles and Kohalanes. 
And she, you know, and like, like you said, everyone has a podcast. She took on herself to have this podcast called, uh, the, you know, the Borscht Belt Tabler. And she actually, I don't even, she tracked me down when she first started. It was during COVID. I don't know how. I think it was to one of these Facebook groups. And she reached out to me. And at that point, I, I said, you know, yeah, but let's schedule it. But, you know, COVID was a roller coaster for everybody. But a couple of points I made to her in, you know, what it was like doing what we were doing at the HOMOAC, she stayed in touch. And fast forward to this past summer, we finally, you know, did that interview about, you know, the HOMOAC's role in that greater canvas. So that was the episode. The episode in her series about the history of the Catskills is you talking about the HOMOAC and its role? Right. In the context of the greater Catskills and also my personal, you know, Catskills, which, you know, my family's going to since we were five years old. So you're likely... And we have the talents to prove it. But, so, you're you know. li- so you're likely the only um, the only episode of that podcast that really focuses on the firm community. Yeah, I mean, Jordan Hirsch was also on it a while ago, but, you know, it became more about the music and the Klezmer revival. He's like a, a major exponent, proponent, all that, you know, he's a serious entry in that world, and it, it, it had equal parts of that, but in terms of like homoac proper, yeah, and she was fascinated by it because her, you know, she lives in one of the Jewish communities in Toronto, the one near Bathurst. I forgot what it's called, like you know, Bathurst adjacent. You know, yeah. she's like Thornhill. And she was like what? Thornhill. Maybe yeah, and she was like fat, and that, that's her exposure to from people. And I've, over the years, you know, you know, like you know, I've run into people like this all the time. Like their perception and everything is based on those type of observe, you know, what they see in their, whatever interactions they have. And she, you know, so but she was fascinated that this, you know, the homework wasn't like, you know, this little with, with a shul and whatever. It was a full resort hotel. It was, you know, before the Davidmans, it was owned by Ramada. Before the Ramada was owned by Blickstein. I have the employee handbook that Ramada gave to Herman Lohinger, may rest in peace, how to run the hotel. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, Shlamey like, um, um, Ash, Ash is with us. If you want to hear uh, the podcast that he's referring to, what do people do? How do they find this, this priceless? Well, I mean, the easy, from what I've been told, you know, the easiest way is just go, Borschbelt, it's the Borschbelt Tattler, T-A-T-T-L-E-R. It's the December 11th, 2023 um, podcast episode. And it's hosted by Jen Stewart, who is like really doing something special. Borscht you know, Belt I, Tatler, and it's the December eleventh episode. Right. And you know, as they said with Frito Lays, I bet you can't have just one because you're going to start poking around there. There's some fascinating, you know, stories. And you know, as we were talking like afterwards, I said you got to get into the camps. You know, people who were in different camps there. You know, uh, of course, I'm mentioning Corina Rolly. You know, all the, you know, all the. There's a whole other history there people have, which, you know, also, which I, I think she'll get to is also part of Borscht Belt Dynamic. But we, we just it, we just spoke about what it was like having a year round from, you know, what from meant in terms of, shot, you know, what it meant and what it encompassed, which is, as we know, everything. And, you know, the, the community that came there and the commitment, it, was, it, it went pretty quickly as, you know, as interviews go. 
Yeah, you, I would imagine. You heard it. What was your take on it? No, I, I loved it. I, but, but again, I lived it. So, you know, there's a reason that I loved it. And uh, I'm wondering what you considered to be, because you, you, your focus, in addition to really being an amazing spokesman for the hotel and an amazing spokesman for the region, your real focus was entertainment for people who are coming up and enjoying a show on a Thursday night or a Saturday night or whatever the case might be. What would you say was your greatest get? What do you remember in terms okay, of... Okay, it's, it's a three-way tie. My first, my first was Yehuda Glantz. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Uh, I also wanted his brother swollen. He wasn't available. Yehuda was number one. The guy, number the two guy, was the guy who had no trouble communicating with the South American waiters. <laughs> right. And yes, he's 20 pounds heavier. Now we know why. The other, the, and the tie for first was obviously diaspora. Right. You know, they, they I, I mean, it was lightning in a bottle. You know, it was that Carnegie Hall vibe, but it, it was like, you know, people saw them in Yerushalayim when they used to play, like, King David's Tomb, Tzai Shabbos. Yeah. People who were there and then saw them at the hotel said that was the vibe. Yeah, a relaxed atmosphere with God. Relaxed. It was more organic. The King David room was not Carnegie Hall, and it just came together, you know, and, and let's face it, diaspora is diaspora, so, yeah. you know. Enough said. A relaxed atmosphere uh, with um, with guys who you know ha- have have jammed once in a while with each other. Right, got, right. Got, it was like you know muscle memory and yeah. and uh, institutional. It was all sorts of memory. Just and they they sounded amazing. And somewhere I have a tape of it actually. And the, the I actually shirt, sent you some photos of that recently. Right, right. So the yes, but I can't play photos. I can just show them. Yeah. So I hear that. The other the other thing was. See, now it's interesting. The other thing was, it wasn't so much entertainment. It was more when Rip Shlomo Olvashom and Dennis Wolfberg, our Thanksgiving lineup, both died within two weeks of each other. Right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I got to tell you something. You haven't really been in the entertainment world until you try to book an act where your opening line is, yeah, the two guys I had booked died. <laughs> Just drop that, I think. Yeah, it's like literally, because like, everyone knew. I, you know, this was Thanksgiving. I would, I, I would have Thanksgiving booked before Labor Day, and here I am scrambling, and everyone's asking the obvious question. I thought you had, I go, yeah, I had Wolf, you know, they both died. Crazy. Nobody wants to finish that threesome. <laughs> Nobody wants to go, okay, I'm game. And, uh, you know, and, I, and the guy who stepped up, and the guy who was like, you know, who jumped into the Yamsup as it were, keeping you know the theme, was Schleimy Dex. Wow. He, An- you know, answer to a trivia question. <laughs> yeah, he 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 said, you know, you know, he said Wolfenberg Ahin ripped Shlomo a hair, one Shlomo, another he said Shlomo that was meant to be, you know. And he took the gig and I gave him everything and he had first refusal for Thanksgiving after that by Lombard. Pretty amazing. Slimy Ash, he is the subject. He is the uh, interviewee in a uh, podcast that uh, looks at the history of the Catskill region. For those of you who remember its heyday or even post its heyday, you'll find it fascinating. I did. It's a uh, podcast entitled Borscht Belt Tatler, Borscht Belt Tatler, and the episode you're looking for to feature Schleimy is the uh, December 11th episode. Again, last month, December 11th, and you'll find it there on your uh, podcast sources. And uh, again, it's a lot of fun. And for those of us, and there are people listening right now who remember what it was like to go up to the Catskills during any of those decades, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, they will find it to be a, a good walk down memory lane. By, by the way, my most reliable act, I, no matter the crowd, I can book him and he'd nail it with yeah. Gershon Varoba. Nice. But, and, and uh, you know, the other, the other, the one that actually I was most nervous about, believe it or not, was A.B. Rottenberg. 
Nervous. I was, ner- you know, something. Not the, the guy is the, the the composer, poet, laureate of, of Jewish music. He's, he, you know, he's on a different planet in terms of talent and music. But at the end of the day, that's a tough room. Yeah, it's, it's not like Hask. It's not that you know. It's not. It's, it's a more. Right, it's a yeah. more intimate. More, and and it was him, Dov Levine, and I, I um, Shlomo Simcha, and you know, it was a. It was a more of a kumzitz, and he just and again he. But he's a performer. At the end of the day, as talented as he is musically, he knows how to read a room. He's been the set list he put together. You, you, you know, I remember it was like you know the place was was in awe of the show. But in terms of like, it was a roll of the dice because you know his body of work aside, you know it was it wasn't the easiest room as a lot of people discovered. A lot of great memories, Shlaimi, to say the least. Take a trip down memory lane, everybody, with the Borscht Belt Tatler uh, podcast. The episode you're looking for to feature Shlaimi and all of this uh, December. I'm not coming, even though I opened Dece- it. I, December the 11th. Yes, go ahead. Even though I opened with this, so I just want to say thanks again because when people hear it, besides. The the reference to you the the a, a lot of your feelings about having a relationship with the hotel the importance of it you know worked their way in there and it's not like I you know I, you know me I just like stream of consciousness but it got burned into my you know DNA over those years so thank you for making me sound more intelligent than I normally do well a pleasure I'm glad we came <laughs> and had the slimy ass everybody reliving some of the great memories during what we would consider simpler times to say the least the cat skills check it out borscht belt tatler wherever you find your podcast he's featured on the december 11th episode more coming up at jam in the a.m
Nachamu is right. Uh, that's Diaspora with Nachamu. We were talking about Diaspora. With uh, Shlaimi Ash, he was talking about the um, the days when he would book acts like Diaspora for the hotel in the Borscht Belt that we knew was the home whack. 